Welcome to the 10th episode of the Conscious CEO series. I'm broadcasting this from New York City. We've just come from San Francisco, prior to that Singapore, prior to that Thailand, and prior to that London in the UK, working with organizations and CEOs in the areas of conscious governance, conscious leadership, and conscious strategy. I thought today we would chat about the issue of conscious leadership in a bit more detail. So what does leadership mean to you? How do you feel about the word leader? And what do most people misidentify and misapply as leadership? And often people say to us, leadership is about power, it's about having the answer, it's about total responsibility and the misapplication and misidentification of leadership goes on and on and on. I put to you that being a leader is not the same as acting as one. And calling yourself a leader is not the same as being one. So we want to spend a little bit of time talking about what does it mean to be a leader? The discussion often comes up about the difference between management and leadership. In our point of view, management is about control and maintaining the status quo. It's about bringing order and control to hierarchical organizations. Leadership is about encouraging and bringing about transformation. It's about liberating your own and others' potential to achieve extraordinary things and new possibilities. So where are you operating? Do you operate more in the realm of management or in the realm of leadership? In your current role, are you presently choosing to operate more like a manager or operate as a leader? And more importantly, what do you have to do and be to move between management and leadership? Leadership is really not about position at all. We believe that it's inherent in every single person. The foundation of leadership resides in you as a person, not in any techniques or skills. Being a leader is not the same as acting as if you're a leader. And calling yourself a leader is not the same as being a leader. So the three states of leadership that we'd like to invite you to consider are conscious leadership, unconscious leadership, and anti-conscious leadership. Let's start with unconscious leadership. When I say the word unconscious, what comes to mind for you? In our view, unconscious leadership is the person who is choosing to be busy being busy because, well, they're just busy. They often have a lack of vision or an understanding of what the vision means within the organization. We all know organizations that have vision statements but they only get dusted off maybe once a year and they have a vision statement because someone said they should have a vision statement. Typically the unconscious leader is someone who follows the rules and maintains the status quo. They rely on form and structure. They are inclined to blame all problems on external forces. They become the effect of things rather than the source. They tend to be risk averse and there's often a lack of probing into issues. Well, probably because they're just so busy being busy. Now the anti-conscious leader is someone who is so right 
that of course everyone else is wrong. They are fixed in many points of view. And we know that when someone has a fixed point of view, they can only receive things that actually meet their already predefined fixed point of view. They're often self-delusional. They are bullies, sometimes called corporate psychopaths. They function from, you're either with me or you're against me. You either agree with me or you're obviously wrong. And typically this work climate is permeated with negative judgmental attitudes where staff won't raise issues for knowing that they will actually be targeted. They're not much fun to work with. Conscious leadership is where the leader chooses to live as the question, where they are actually being the question. They're functioning constantly from curiosity. What else is possible? How else might we make this happen? What else can happen here? They view themselves as the creator of everything, both the good, the bad and the ugly. And from that place of viewing themselves as the creator, they can then uncreate and change. They truly view everything as infinite possibility. They are able to receive everyone and everything without judging them as good or bad. And where they look at form and structure as useful, but not being significant, the form and structure do not drive the organization. They're willing to change the form and structure when that form and structure no longer suits. And they are willing to see and take risks and to see those risks as strategic opportunity. So what would it take for you to be a conscious leader? There are four tools or strategies that we'll cover over the next few podcasts that will give you the tools to enable you to choose to be a more conscious leader. The first is choosing the way you perceive the world, choosing the way you think. Do you view the world from a view of prosperity or from a view of scarcity? The scarcity view, or what we call the scarcity paradigm, is underpinned by three belief systems. The first belief system is there is not enough. Not only is there not enough, but there'll never be enough. There's not enough time, there's not enough money, there's not enough skilled people, there's not enough employees, there's not enough customers, there's not enough money, there's not enough profit, and on and on it goes. And not only is there not enough, there'll never be enough. And because there's not enough, I need to keep everything to myself, make sure that no one else knows what's going on for fear that they might get some. And this is where the, the really uh, contractive part of competition comes into it. So there's a true belief that there is not enough and there'll never be enough. The second belief system that underpins the scarcity paradigm is that not only is there not enough, but damn, it's hard. And not only is it hard, but it's getting harder. It's never been harder to get good stuff. It's never been harder to make a profit. It's never been harder to work when we've got so many government regulations. And on that goes as well. So not only is there not enough, but damn, it's hard. But the third belief system, which is my personal favorite, is one that makes the other two totally invisible. And that third belief system is, well, not only is it hard, not only is there not enough, but eh, that's just the way it is. There's nothing I can do about it. This one is what makes the other two totally invisible, and we don't even perceive that we'll two believe there's a different way of doing things. So when we choose to function out of the scarcity paradigm, then our decisions also reflect that. There'll never be enough to go around. It's, 
it's darn hard anyway. There's nothing much I can do about it. And you can just imagine the types of discussions and the type of decisions that flow out of choosing to function from scarcity. Now the key question here is, well, how do we then choose as a conscious leader and a conscious CEO to function from prosperity? And it really is quite simple. Choose to function from, there's plenty out there. There's plenty out there, it may not be where I can see it yet. So where is it? Where do I need to go and find this? How else might I do it? It's also very easy. In fact, what do I need to change to make it even easier? And instead of functioning from, there's nothing I can do about it, that's just the way it is, then look to see what it is that you do want, and then work your way through what it would take to achieve that. In the next few podcasts, I'll cover three other tools that are incredibly powerful to help you function more as a conscious leader and more as a conscious CEO. Until then, this is Steve Bowman from New York. Goodbye.